Every day can bring changes, challenges, and opportunities that can also change your personal or business financial goals and priorities. As a true partner, Sandy Spring Bank can make it all a bit easier. Someone who really listens, understands, and then creates solutions in hard times and good times. We'll always strive to be your advocate today and every day. That's real banking for real life and real business. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Member FDIC. Yo, what up, though, family? Welcome back. Um, we are here at Rap Sheets once again, Real Ass People Perspective. And uh, we got a really good episode for you today. We got a new um, format that we're going to be trying out also. And hopefully you guys like it and we're going to keep to it. Uh, once again, we got your motherfucking cousin, Levon and his bitch. We got your Uncle Jet. And we got your stepdaddy, Donnie. All right. And uh, so what we're going to do, we're going to start off with a few uh, informative current events on different things. Uh, which one do you guys want to go first? We want to talk about some uh, some news, some hip-hop. We want to talk about some sports. We want to talk about some Let's start, uh, I start off with the sports. I start off with some sports. We have the Super Bowl coming that. up. Um, Chiefs going to win it, by the way, my prediction. Um, mm. So talk, talk. one of the big things, one of the other big storylines besides that was a trade that went down um, with the Lions and the Rams. The Lions oh, sent sh- Matthew Stafford to the Rams, and the Rams shipped out golf for a third-round pick this year and a first-round pick for the next two years after that. Really? So that's huge. Really? So they, I mean, hmm. from the Rams' perspective, it's beneficial for you because you get you get Stafford, who got a big arm, good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have been saying he been, you know, the team is missing, and they get to also offload Jared Goff's contract because mm-hmm. he had signed, I think it was like a four-year, hundred thirty-five million dollar contract a couple of years Damn. ago. So they ship that, get rid of that money. You bring Stafford in for cheaper, still a hundred million dollar quarterback, but you just save some cap money to reload the team that y'all just barely missed the playoffs with, and they what the they could be well, so. What did the Lions get out of this shit? The fucking fuck Nuggets. They got Jared Goff. <laughs> they got Jared Goff out of the deal. Motherfuckers. Well, they're probably going to end up getting another quarterback. They'll probably draft a quarterback um, <clears throat> with it and try to groom a new quarterback. Use Jerry Goff, and they're in rebuild mode now. The Lions is pretty much if, hey, they're in rebuild mode. They're probably going to be selling players all offseason, cutting people, cutting contracts, saving money. They're in rebuild mode now. So, sorry, Jet. Um, I know y'all been bad, but it looks like it's probably going to get a little worse before it gets better. <laughs> Man, it's gonna get. It, it's been worse. These motherfuckers ain't never gonna see better. I was about to say, the, ain't, <laughs> ain't they been in rebuild mode for what? Fifteen years now. Since they for longer the than that, I'm motherfucking. Yeah, I'm I'm thirty eight, uh, thirty seven years old. That motherfucker's been in rebuild mode since before me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, fucking motherfuckers, man. God damn. And now they don't even have the money. They don't have the money to even do what they want to do. Well, actually, they do because them motherfuckers ain't got nobody on there. So, I mean, ain't like they selling out fucking crazy-ass contracts right now. I mean, it's it, it's not a good look for them. But it's no. needed. It's needed. Uh, leadership change, and now 
here comes the flip side of that with the personnel change. So we'll see the new direction of how they're going to go. Hopefully they get a running game going at some point down the road. Okay. So what we got in music? Oh, man. Okay, so music. Um, it broke. It broke. Wendy Williams is going to be doing a, I think she's doing her own, like, Lifetime special or her own little Lifetime movie. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Saw that. And I guess she released a story on there about back in the day, <laughs> she called it her crack days. She hooked up with Method Man. Oh, yeah. Method yeah, Man hooked up. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I heard his DMs went crazy with chicks being like, oh, I know I got a chance <laughs> if you hit that. <laughs> so you gotta think, though, this is probably like back in the 90s. She may have looked decent back then. She ain't never looked decent. Look, I, I, I'm. I... <laughs> it was, now, back in the 90s, so Method Man was married to a. If I'm not mistaken, she was fucking beautiful. Well, the, oh, it probably was the 80s then. It may have been the 80s. The way she yeah. tells it is they were at a party together. Um, shit started going down at the party. She's like, she, her and Meth made eye contact. She batted her eyes at him and like pretty much just told him, like, you want to come home with me? And he was like, yeah. And she's like, so we're back at some unknown hotel. And she's like, I'm giving him a bath and we smoking weed. And she was like, it was just a one night stand. I mean, yeah. he, I think he ended up getting divorced because he was he couldn't keep it in his pants so he may have been married at the time who knows but I, come on yeah, I bro I, I don't know if he was or not but you look hurt but that's it. the thing i don't remember how wendy looked back in the day she probably looked better than what she does now because i mean back in the day she probably had a body to go with those boots she's never had a body she no? okay like right now back in the day she was a swamp donkey like right now she's like a swamp gorilla, but uh, she. I, I, I can remember though. I remember dudes back in the day like, man, she's so she's fine. I'm like, the fuck are you looking at? But that's my opinion. I mean, True. shit, I she's mean, just not for me. I, I I don't know what it is. There's something about her. She's just always been like, oh, okay. Probably because she's the same height as you. That motherfucker. Is she like. Yeah. She like she eight tall. feet on the block without damn stilettos on. <laughs> when, when I was so I looked up some of her background. She used to be a model back in the day. What? I thought she so. did a little because you got to think she has no body. So perfect model yeah. size, no yeah. ass, no tits, and she's tall as hell. Huge perfect model <laughs> for back in the day. <laughs> no, she's big as hell. I'm gonna go look because I bet you. Because I'm gonna say this. Seeing how she looks now, you know how sometimes you can look at older women and be like, "Ooh, back in the day, I bet you was you was that deal." Betty like, White so I would probably smash that back in the day. Just looking at her now, like now I'm like, "Ooh, all that all that makeup and all that shit caught up to you." But I bet back in the day, you was probably fucking grabbing dicks and tearing them off with those talents if, you got. If Wendy Williams hit on me now. I'm swinging. If Wendy yeah. Williams hit on me now, I'm fucking because she got money. No, nah, hell no. We got to fight. We got to nah, fight. Nah, she got money. Nah. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> we got to fight. I'm sorry. We, no. We, if we fight, I mean, it's going to be in between the sheets. <laughs> my initial thought is to fight, but B brings up a valid point. No, no. Oh, that, did, didn't no. she, how much she have to pay her, uh, how much she have to pay her ex-o? Well, a lot. Millions. Because she lost a grip. 
music. Yeah, she lost the grip, so she's already down. <laughs> she's already down. And no, now she you're ain't gonna... down. She she paid that, and she was like, "Fuck them." And then I mean, she's still popping. Nah, I felt like that. And person... now this book about to drop. You know how many of her fans about to go on and buy that shit? Oh, felt... this movie. I'm, who knows how much she made off the the rights to this movie? Oh God, yeah, I'm fucking. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I don't know if that's what I'm I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta see the figures. I got. I gotta see the Fuck figures. That. Let her. Let her hit oh. on me. I'm like, baby, I'll catch you next time you fall. Nah. I don't even know if she got enough money. That's what I'm saying. Like that's gotta that. be retire me pussy. If I'm gonna do it, that's gotta be retire me. Listen, the way I'm gonna throw that dick in it, she gonna retire me. I'm gonna be retired at 37. No, she's not. That means she gonna oh, short, she gonna shortchange you because she want more. So she gonna take. There's shoot. more if you come back. She ain't gonna shoot. All right, then I'll be. I'll be like. Nah, I'll nah, time nah, tomorrow. nah, 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 nah. She. I'm bringing the I've notary tried. with me on on the dick when I. Sh- I'm bringing the notary with me. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, who's that in the corner? I'm, he's about to. He's about to. Fi- he's about to finalize these documents when I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be like. I'm gonna be like Dave Chappelle when he got Oprah pregnant. <laughs> 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 That's different. Y'all ain't gonna tell me shit. That's different. All right. right, Oprah pussy. That's different. (laughs) I just think like every time I look at it though, I just my shit be a gummy worm, just rubbing it. Same with me and Oprah, but Dave Chappelle found a way. So goddamn it, (laughs) like he said, a mouth to mouth. Oprah, you tough it out. I tough it out with Oprah. Oh, oh yeah. I tough it out with Oprah. But Wendy, Wendy ain't got Oprah money. It don't matter, nigga. Yeah, we you. ain't got money. I ain't even got Wendy money. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about? But I got to live with my dick, though, for the rest of my life, though. Yup, and we going to be pounding each morning. We wake up with a hundred in his hand and mine. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Until you get right. that. Nah. Uh, okay, so all right. All right. We're moving on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, Speaking of Donnie, things going up and down. <laughs> What the, what the stocks was looking like this past week, Jet? Oh, we're getting the, the stocks. Oh, man. All right, so everybody know there's been crazy shit happening because of um, uh, Wall Street Bets is a Reddit forum on Reddit. It's a subreddit. And um, basically, the, the gist of it, without getting too deep into it, because I'm pretty sure everybody's probably heard it to death, but basically on there, um, they wanted to beat out the guys that were shorting um, the market which they did um my advice is really like cool gamestop's pumping money because well gamestop itself isn't pumping money the public is pumping money which is pumping up the stocks for people that are still trying to understand what's going on the stock value is honestly determined by the public um the reason why is the more people buy the more the value of the stock goes up the more people sell the volume of the i mean the uh the value of value. the stock goes down. So basically, what you're seeing is the public, you know, not even big, not even big, uh, the the big one percenters. It's the other 99 percent of the people saying, "Hey, let's throw our money into something and let's make it shoot to the moon." So that's basically what happened. Uh, buyers beware! If you're buying into it, just know that you're buying into what they call a bubble. A bubble is basically, uh, without getting too technical, exactly what it is. So you build something up, you pump 
air into something or in this case money to inflate the price of it and then what happens is when people decide that the price has hit a all-time high and they want to get out everybody gets out at one time and then boom that bubble bursts okay um also the bubble will burst because when they find out that that particular stock is actually worthless then that's when people realize like oh well my money isn't going to go anywhere because the company itself is is not that great or not doing that well the stock price is up but the company itself isn't doing well so GameStop isn't generating any new money it's people just pouring money into the company so when the uh, the company's still doing it's like below margin sales so when people like decide to take their money out pop that bubble goes and then everybody who didn't get out when they should have is going to miss out so just beware so you know find your price my my now i do want to say this let me put my disclaimer out there uh i'm not a financial advisor i'm not a stockbroker or anything so um anything i say do your research on i'm not telling you what stocks to buy i'm not telling you to buy gamestop i'm not telling you to not buy gamestop i'm just filling you in on some information um my advice that i would say that um that you can take or leave is i've just been telling people like hey if you're going to do that type of betting basically or that type of investing you might want to set yourself a stop loss uh, a stop loss is basically where you tell whatever brokerage that you're using whether it's um whatever app you're using whether it is uh robin hood or webull or td ameritrade any of those things um basically you can say hey if the stock falls below a certain point i want you to sell it now that doesn't mean that if you set it let's say you set your stock point at uh your um let's say you set your stop loss at $150 that doesn't mean that you're going to bank out $150 what that means is that it's going to attempt to sell and as it's selling if the price drops lower than that as it's trying to sell then that's what you'll cash out so for instance i told my friend he got he had bought 3 shares of um of GameStop when it was uh 286 296. So it jumped up and jumped up and kept jumping up but then it kept coming down. So it jumped up to 350, came down to 318, jumped up and then came back down. So when it jumped to 360, I told him I said, "Hey, you might want to set you a stop loss." So he set a stop loss at about 325. When everything went through and it sold, it sold at 318. So he still made like a pretty good change off of it. I think he cashed out um I think he cashed out like 160 bucks or something like that. The math on that may be off because I can't re- remember the the exact numbers that he that the stock were at when he bought sold and everything. But that's an example of how the stop loss goes. So I would definitely say do that. And also, I mean, look into other things that are popping off. I mean, they're trying to boost Nokia. Nokia is uh it had jumped up to like $7.65 at one point because uh Wall Street uh not Wall Street, but Wall Street bets were they were trying to pump some other stocks. So my my advice is if you're going to do that type of thing, 
go ahead and I think that you know people should set a stop loss if this doesn't make sense then don't do it if you don't know what a stop loss is and you sound confusing when I when I was explaining it then go look it up some more but that's just another way to to definitely try and cover your ass when you're getting into um, some of these stocks that are bubbles All now, right. B, me, yes. in my opinion I would think that right now GameStop is, has already it's already hit its high what do you think I think um, I think I don't think it would be smart to get in on GameStop, AMC, or nothing. In my opinion right now, I think it has... I don't think it's hit its high yet. I, But I don't think that it's going to hit its high because the people have already... Like, everybody that got in could get in. And the reason why I say I don't think it hit its high yet is because the market and trends are fickle. Right. Because that's what's happening. That's what this is. This is a trend. And we all know the the method, not method, but we all know, like the format of a twin of a trend. It it spikes, it dies down and then it comes back and then spikes again. Right. So it could happen again. You know, it, it definitely could happen again because you the thing so? is, even yeah, even with the all the Wall Street firms. You know they've got all the money, and mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, once you get into politics, you know that money talks, and mm-hmm. the rest of us are, are just left in the wind. Right. But they're complaining about, you know, even though they've been manipulating the markets for oh god, ever, since the market has ever opened. Yeah. Now yeah. that now that your average buyer mm-hmm. is able to manipulate manipulate the market, they're calling for regulations. So, and there is some pushback. There are, you know, some people in Congress that are like, oh, no, you know, you didn't want to be regulated before, so we're not going to do it now. Yeah. But, like I said, money talks. So you don't yeah. think that that's going to prevent the type, like a, a rally from your average, you know, your average casual buyer. You don't think yeah. that's going to affect it? Oh, it would definitely affect it. And... And that's the thing with it being affected. The reason why we're seeing this type of uh, market manipulation by the public is because this is them rebelling back against how the uh, big money has been manipulating Wall Street for years. I love it, by the way. Um, A lot of people have made a lot of money from it. I've missed out on a lot of things because I wasn't putting money into the market like I should have been. But I'm, I'm back at it. But, did you um, see the cat? Did you see the cat out in like Wyoming? I think it was it, it, somewhere out in the like middle of America. Mm-hmm. That uh, apparently he made it. He made a killing on GameStop and went out and bought like eight uh, Nintendo Switches and donated them to a local hospital. Like oh, that's dope. War, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some pe- people are making some big money. Yeah. But I'm just afraid. Personally, I'm thinking that. You know, they'll get the regulations and yeah, it'll prevent this from happening again. Well, that's the thing. Um, whatever regulations they put out, there's always going to be a way to manipulate or to, you know, a workaround, a, a um, loophole. You know, just like with now, the, the funny thing is everything they did was legal. 
So the, it's not like they could they they have an argument to regulate things. Everything that happened was completely legal. Somebody said, "Let's put money behind a company." Well, that's that's literally what a IPO is. An IPO mm -hmm. is somebody is a person of their own company saying, "Hey, put money into my company because this is a dope ass company, and I'm going to make y'all money if y'all put your money into my company." So now you have somebody which is completely legal. You have an outsider that rallied people together and said, hey, let's throw our money into this one company and boost it and we all will get money from it. Yeah, I mean, that's basically, that's what a hedge fund is. They've got, uh, a hedge fund has X amount of money. They're like, hey, you know what? Let's yeah. buy all these stocks because we think it's going to do good. And they pump up the stocks or in this case, they short stocks and then try to bankrupt the company. Yeah. So that so, they make money on shortening. Yeah, so, so it, that's it a is, good. It's oh, all what? legal. Yeah. Um, I was just saying it's all legal. It's just that your average person is doing what hedge funds have been doing for decades. Basically. So uh, Donnie brought up a term, and I'm going to try to explain this, and then we're going to move on. Um, shorting. Shorting the market. Shorting the market, it, to me, because I know what it is, it starts making my mouth salivate because – the people that make big, big, big money are not the, the buy-in holders. They are the people that are doing what are called option uh, shares, right? Option buying. Um, so basically what it is is you an option is where you can buy a contract, and normally one contract has 100 shares in it. And you buy that contract at a certain price. You don't buy it at the share price. You buy the contract at a certain uh, price. And we, we won't get into all of that because it's all crazy. But there's two different types of options you can buy. You can buy a call or you can buy a put. So when you short the market, you're doing what's called a put call. I mean, a put option, not a put call. A put option. Um, that put option basically states that you're going to make money because you're betting that the share price is going to go down. So here's the funny thing about what uh, Wall Street bets have done. They wanted to fuck over the people that were shorting the GameStop uh, shares, right? So when they shorted the GameStop shares and they put all their money in and they boosted that, right, everybody that had a call option made millions like i wish i would have gotten wind of that i would have bought like 10 contracts i would have like cracked my savings cracked my mom's savings <laughs> cracked everybody's savings i would have bought 10 15 20 contracts because to go from i think i was listening to uh somebody today and i can't remember exactly what the percentage was but it was something crazy like 700 percent back on their money if you have bought like a share just one share of uh gamestop at four dollars i think it was seven? at. i thought it, I think started, it, I thought it was at seven but it, it was it at four to four. seven but it was like 700 percent gain imagine what a call option did all right <laughs> if, if buying and holding was the 700 percent Crazy, right? So again, they, they wanted to fuck over the people that shorted the markets. Those people lost 
million. Here's the funny thing. But they actually they when, lost billions. That they lost one billions, hedge, yes. That one hedge fund lost billions. Yes, they lost billions. They lost their assets. Here's the thing. They could make that money back. The reason why is because when they stop bubble burst and they stop doing and they stop holding the line, as they call it, holding the line is basically where they're saying, hey, keep your money into it. Don't take your money. Because if you keep your money into it, you keep the balloon up, right? You take your money and start deflating it. So once they stop holding the line and you do a call option, this bubble bursts, you who have bought that call op- that uh, put option could be a fucking billionaire. Yeah. So those people that lost their ass, that shorted the market and lost their ass when they pumped it up, they could be right back on the top <laughs> by doing exactly what they were doing before is shorting the fucking market. Those people are called bears, all right? Bears make money when market is down. Bulls make money when the market is up. But we'll those terms later on and everything. So if, yeah, uh, that's if, it. I know I, we lost some folks. If we did, yeah. y'all. <laughs> if y'all need more and want more information on it, would like more information on it, or if y'all got tips, email us, rapsheets20 at gmail.com. That's R-A-P-P-S-H-E-E-T-S-2-0 at gmail.com. Let us know because we trying to we trying to get to the money. If, if y'all got some <laughs> yeah. some in, in, insider info, uh, <laughs> yeah. go and ahead like and send us an email. I'm, wait, wait, wait. We don't need any insider info. We, we don't need we, that. We're trying we're to trying be Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but if, you, like if, I, if you've I'm got not, some insight. Yes. Yeah, there we you go. Have some insight. You got some insight info. <laughs> Hit <laughs> that email. No. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I'm and you know, before before we move on to Donnie, I'm not a stoker. I'm not um, part of any brokerage. I'm just an average Joe. So you can take my information with a grain of salt, you know, and uh, but do your research before you jump in. Trust him, people. Do your research. He knows all the lingo. Y'all y'all see Don't all the stop. the put the <laughs> bear, the call, he the options, he know all the lingo. Stop. Stop. <laughs> all right, give us our politics, buddy. What is uh, what's going on on the White House line? Hey. Uh, well, kind of going along with what we were just talking about. Uh, Wall Street is trying to get Congress to come up with some regulations to keep your average Joe from doing what they just did, which is fucking over the rich people who have been <laughs> fucking over the poor people for so long. Uh, yeah. Right now, uh, most of your, even even the Republicans are, you know, most of your Democrats and some of your Republicans are like, nah, you made this bed, you're gonna lie. Which, you know, to me, that's a, that's a positive thing. Um, the only other thing right now making headlines is stimulus checks. <sighs> Biden is still What's trying. He's got a $1.9 trillion bill that he is wanting to push through that give everybody $1,400 as long as you make uh, a family makes less than 150000 Okay. Republicans, that is a lot. And if you make more than that, you probably don't need a need it. Yeah. stimulus bill. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Republicans are pushing back and with a $600 billion uh, deal 
that would limit it to $1,000 for any family that makes less than, I think it was $40,000. For a family uh, that makes less than $40,000, that's, that's probably 1% of fucking America. Are they crazy? So here's what we do. Yeah, and without... I mean, $1,600 isn't really, I mean, it, it's a lot of money, but with everything that's going on, it's not that much. $1,000 no. is a smack in the face, just like the $600 was. Yeah. So, but not only that, a family household, do you know how hard it is to find a family household that only makes forty grand? No. That's like, that's crazy. That means everybody in the house will have, like, the mother and the father in the house will have to make twenty grand. They won't even have a fucking roof over their head. Right. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Let the Democrats send us the 1400 and then let let the Republicans send us the 1000 But that's just it. We won't get the 1000 Like, nigga, you buy your 40 well, I'll make those. The, the good thing about it. No, I'm under and, 40. And that 40 That, that 40000 that could be wrong. I'm working to remember. I think it was okay. 540. But the good thing about it is with Democrats controlling the House and the uh, uh, Senate being split 50-50, basically the Democrats control it. So they can push through the, the, the $1.9 trillion bill without any help from the public. Yeah. So... Okay. Right now, they're trying to work with them. Like, hey, you know, we said we would work with you. We'll make it bipartisan. But, you know, if you're just going to smack everybody in the face, fuck it, they can do it on there. And, and get everybody 1400 So Biden had that meeting, I think it was today, with uh, Republicans. I haven't read up uh, on how that went, but, you know, hopefully... Everybody in America will see some money coming in for pretty soon. Yeah, tell them I need that tracking number by next week. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> hey, tell them I tell them I said thank you. How about that? I'm gonna oh. leave that because them motherfuckers could just not give a shit. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. It ain't happened yet. It's tax season. We about to really find out what's good with all of this and during Ooh, tax season. Oh yeah, I'm about to dines in two weeks. They about to hit everybody with that IOU, or you already got it. Yeah, <laughs> they gonna uh, you hit know, me with that tap that tax gang because I cashed uh, out some thing. of my stocks. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, have fun. Uh, I'm paying that one. Uh, uh, another uh, thing that's gonna go on that anybody listening, uh, go ahead and be prepared. I'm sure the Republicans are gonna blame. Biden for raising taxes, but really, uh, Trump's tax cut that he gave everybody a few years ago, if you read the bill in 2021, anybody that makes $75,000 or less, your taxes are going to actually go up. And that's set to happen this year. And it goes up every two years for the next, I believe it's six years. Get the fuck. Oh, uh, here's the thing about it. Millionaires, the rich people, their taxes, they they get to keep their tax cuts. The middle class, their tax cuts run out and then they go up. 
So for the next six years, you can plan on, unless Biden does something to stop it, you can plan on your taxes uh, going up the next, you know, every two years over the next six years. So, this, so this basically, I need to start making me five grand. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, nah. Give no, me, no. Give me a minute. It, give me a minute. The, 75 is the, that's the floor until you get up into the like hundreds of thousands. Hundreds. That's when you get to keep your tax, your tax breaks. <laughs> Well, nigga, I'm just trying to get out the basement. So if that's the floor, let me feed the ground. <laughs> Shit. So you can you can plan on uh, you can plan on paying more taxes. Thank you, Trump. All right. All right. And then I had yes. there was one other current event I wanted to go over. Um, it kind of happened later in the week to where I don't know if you guys heard about it, but in Rochester, New York. The little nine-year-old girl that was tased. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Bring that up. So, not only that is I was did a did a little bit of digging. Uh, Rochester, this has happened before. They've actually killed a man. Um, in March, there was a they responded to a call. Black man was having a mental episode, running down the street naked. So they show up on the scene. Uh, naked. At first, he's complying. Lays down, gets on the ground, puts his hand behind his back. They cuff him, so he's cuffed. But then he's like, he starts waking out a little bit. They put, and that's what I don't like about the article. The article says they put a sack over his head. Oh, oh I remember. What this they story. put over his head was story. they call it a spit sock, so he can't spit on nobody. Yeah. So they put that on. Oh, damn! They'll do that. Yeah. And then, but it got, the part that I think to me is what made it bad is he starts kind of resisting. So they tell him to stay on the ground. He gets up and he's just spouting all types of, all types of stuff. Like he's asking for the cops guns and stuff like that. He's, he's wigging out. He's having a mental episode. So these cops jump on him and they hold him down. They George Floyd, this dude, he ends up dying. From asphyxiation. Damn. Wow. And they kind of, they held back the information from releasing it immediately because they knew it was going to be bad from it. So then now fast forward to this week, little girl gets pepper sprayed and handcuffed by the police. And they were responding to a domestic family situation. So it wasn't anything like violent involving a weapon. It was not said that anyone had a weapon, that anyone had a gun. It was just a a family dispute, a domestic incident that they were arriving to. And the little girl's just, you know, her dad, they got her dad. So she's, she's flipping out. And she's bugging out, yeah. And so they cuff this little girl, try to put her in the back of the car. She's like, you know, she's resisting him. And so apparently she's too strong for them. This little baby She-Hulk, apparently. And then so they decide <laughs> that they have to pepper spray her. That's crazy. It's Yeah. I've, I, there's a YouTube guy uh, named called Bo of the Fifth Column. Or Bo of the Fifth. And he talked about that. And to put it in perspective, he said this was a traumatic event for this little girl. It was a family, you know, uh, domestic dispute issue. They show up, and this girl's already in distress because her parents are fighting. So she is 
you know, in an agitated state, but she's traumatized. And this guy, he he said, imagine this. A little girl is in the car with her parents and they wreck. And the little girl, uh, or the parents die. And the little girl is traumatized. She's upset and she's like inconsolable. Would you pepper spray her in that instance? No, Fuck. you use any other tactic to comfort her. And that's what these cops should have done. Like, it, it's, right. a, it's a horrific story. To, that's, I, to even put it into more perspective, uh, earlier this week also, here in Arizona, last Saturday, two inmates broke out from a Florence jail. They was on the lam for days. They attempted to rob people, attempted to steal cars while being on the run. They got caught Thursday. They were of, of evading police. Now, instead of this little girl got pepper sprayed for acting for her father, these two criminals, inmates who were already in jail, broke out on the run, attempted to rob someone, attempted to carjack someone, and are now running from the police, were arrested without incident. And they are crazy. in the video. They are running from the police, and that's my thing. Is like, how many videos you see black dudes getting shot in the back from running from cops? Oh, because he had a record. Okay, cool. So what about these two inmates who broke out of jail and is now already committed more crimes out of out after breaking out of jail? The only they got tased. They they tased them. Oh, I mean, yeah. look at the Capitol building. You had people running in. Man, for they, real. I literally beat a cop to death with a fire extinguisher, and uh, the only person who was shot was a woman. Had that, you know, in my opinion is, had that been black people, that'd still be black. Oh, and they would have, man, yeah, they would have, they would have took flamethrowers to them. I mean, it, it, yeah, that's crazy. We can cover policing in a in a whole another episode. Yeah, this episode is about Black History, folks. So, yes, <laughs> so our current events are done. So we're 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 getting ready to transit to our main topic. We're gonna talk to you yeah. guys today about Black History Month. Um, I want to do some promos real quick here before we get started. Get some shout out to some other folks that's that's out here doing things. Uh, we got entrepreneurs, things like that. Uh, so right into it, man. We have Miss Angel. Uh, she does baking. She loves cooking. Um, and she does it her grandma, something that she got from her grandma. Her grandma, rest in peace, has passed away. But loves cooking, loves baking. And she has a website. It's pridesweets.com. It's P-R-Y-D-E-S-S-W-E-E-T-S.com. Go check out the website. You can get, she bakes things. We've gotten cakes from her before. Um, red sure velvet cake, living cakes, delicious every time oh. on hit fire. Banking. She, she does plates, and all right, and then to warn for the white folks out there, any white fans that we have, <laughs> it's soul food. Uh, so it's ham hocks, greens, cornbread, mm-hmm. like these is Thanksgiving plates mm-hmm. that she will put together for y'all if you if you mm-hmm. want it. On top of that, she is now doing seasonings as well. She's got her meat seasonings that she just put up there as well. So she got y'all covered in the kitchen. 
if you need something. If you don't feel like baking and you got an event coming up, hit up Pride Sweets uh, for it. Go get your baked goods from there. If you especially feeling lazy or or fellas for the bachelors who ain't really cook, moms ain't show you how to cook and you can't cook. Or some a lot of y'all niggas out there. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was one of them. I would have. I wish she was around back when, <laughs> when I had my first place. Boy, I got some plates. Invited the little honey over. She was like, "Oh, you put this together? Yeah, I guess down in the kitchen." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Prize Sweets, y'all. PrizeSweets.com. Go check her out. Uh, she got good stuff on there. Uh, the other one I want to go to is Lena E. Hair Care. I want to talk to y'all about that man. Uh, is it's that Afro-American hair products um, for us. I know they got the Suave and you got all your, all your you know, products and your professional type products and Walmart and stuff like that. Not a lot of it really does cater to the black folks. So Lena E, she came out with her own hair cream line. Um, I personally, I do use it. Uh, it's now the only thing that I actually put in my hair for it. And so it's for men or women. Doesn't matter. You know, you're trying to, you know, for the fellas, you're trying to get your wave game going, trying to be out here drip, drip, dripping on them. Get the Lena E. Get that put in there. That's going to get you right. If you got your hair is damaged, um, if you're trying to get it repaired, you know, you just want it more healthy, go get the Lena E. She uses natural products in her in her ingredients for it. So it's it's good for the hair. It's good for you. And it's all it's going to benefit you. If you guys do want to go order that, she has her Instagram page um, at Lena underscore or Lena E underscore hair. That's L-E-N-I-A-E underscore hair. So go check out the Instagram. Uh, she's got a picture of the product on there for it. And you can DM her directly to order the product or if you guys have additional questions about it. Because I know a lot of people are really particular about what you know what you put in your body what you put on your body so definitely dm her go check that out she's got her facebook page lena e hair care llc go check out her face page or just show love if you guys don't even order nothing just go to show love go to the instagram give her a like give her a follow that'll help her out tremendously as well well let's get this product out there let's get that in the shelves let's start to get this in the stores and make this a national product um one of the other ones I wanted to talk to you guys about is uh, another podcast, actually. Um, so if you guys are listening to our podcast, thank you. We appreciate it. Love the support. Um, let's extend that out. I want to extend that olive branch out um, to our good friend Chris Payne. He has his podcast called Profiling Pain. Um, it, if you're into the horror, the horror stuff and hearing gory stories, this is where you want to go. Um, he... His first season, he's done on the profilers. Not the serial killers, but the actual profilers behind it who help catch these guys. So giving you a different perspective. You do get more of the background of some of these serial killers as well. Um, before Netflix put their Richard Ramirez special out, he had his episode on Richard Ramirez out there as well. And go listen to it go check it out you guys make your own assumptions with that um his his new ones he's going over going and getting into cult stuff um getting into cult followings and things like that uh, we've done a crossover podcast with him um on you know crimes and music things like that so definitely go check him out he's got his instagram profiling pain podcast um everything as it as it sounds is spelled pain is spelled p-a-y-n-e 
Um, and then it's Profiling Pain Podcast. Go check out his Facebook, Profiling Pain Podcast as well. Or if you guys just want to go listen to an episode, you can go find them at ageofradio.org slash profiling pain. Go check them out. Go listen to them. Uh, go show him some love as well. We appreciate it. Uh, now, <laughs> that are, all right, now are, everything's done. Everything's clear around the way. We're ready to go. I'm excited for this episode today. Um, we're talking about Black History Month. Uh, I had this idea a couple weeks ago. Uh, well, like mid-January, I wanted to talk about Black History Month. I, I didn't know why February was a month that was chosen for Black History Month. Um, and because me personally, my personal opinion on it is that it's the shortest month. We're kind of shortchanging ourselves here. I feel like we should maybe pick a different month. But I want to get into it, get into a little background of Black History Month, the origins of it, where it came from, how it started, where it began, and then give you guys our thoughts and uh, our, our opinions on it. Um, if you guys have your own thoughts or opinions, let us know. We would love to hear from you guys on either plane. If you guys have an idea for an episode or anything, hit us up at the email, rapsheets20 at gmail.com. And let us know. We would love to um, interact with you guys as well. We got the Facebook at Rap Sheets. You guys can see us there or on the Instagram, Rap underscore Sheets. You can find us there as well. But let's 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 get into this um, here as well. Now, I don't know if you guys um, did the research on it, on the details of it. But I, I went and I wrote down like some details from the article um, for it, like. It's crazy. It, it, it's crazy. It was an eye-opener, and it made me understand why February is chosen. This episode is brought to you by Simply by Frito-Lay. You have enough on your plate, but now there's one less thing to overthink with Simply by Frito-Lay. It's your favorite Frito-Lay snacks with ingredients to feel good about, like Simply Blue Corn Tostitos, Sea Salted Ruffles, and White Cheddar Cheetos Puffs all made with no artificial flavors or colors. So enjoy what you love and look for Simply Brand Snacks online or at a store near you. Support for this podcast comes from Invent Together. According to studies, less than 13% of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that. By increasing participation in innovation and patenting by underrepresented groups, it would quadruple the number of American inventors and increase annual GDP by almost $1 trillion. Invent Together is a coalition of organizations, companies, universities, and concerned citizens committed to ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent. Because the more diverse the American patent system gets, the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action today. But yeah, I, I, I for, like I said, I'm I'm in Tennessee, and I don't remember as a kid ever really celebrating Black History Month. They may have, I may have forgotten. But I thought it was like a relatively recent thing. I didn't realize uh, when I was reading about it earlier 
it started in, you know, 1915 is when the organization started that brought about uh, uh, Black History Month. But uh, what the, the article that you read, what, what you got, what you find? So the one I found was on, it was on Wikipedia. Um, it, it has that it was, they have it here as 1926. That was founded from uh, Carter G. Woodson. Uh, the second week of February, that was chosen to be the week for kind of Black History Remembrance for it. And yeah, it was it was National. Uh, what was it? The uh, Black American uh, or Negro History Week? Yeah, Negro History Week. So. It was really, that was, it's really cool. And I've never heard of Carter G. Woodson until I went to read this article. And I don't know why he is not a bigger figure in the black community. Like, yeah, that's because uh, we do, I, that's because we do ourselves as black people. We do ourselves a, um, this service. Yes, because we don't look into our own history. Yeah. Like, we take the history that the white man has given us in these white books with these black words. No, I'm just playing. But no, we do. We take the history that's in these books that's been written by the victors. And that's what we study for Black History Month. You know, like, um, Kay had asked her, she had asked a question to her mom. Um, she said, uh, or actually, no, it wasn't to her. Yeah, I think it was to her mom. And she was like, do you know any history since before, like, 1826? And her mom's like, well, no. And she's like, don't you find that? And that's the thing. Like, there's history beyond, uh, you know, Malcolm X, uh, Rosa Parks, uh, Martin Luther King. Uh, um, there's history beyond all of them. You know, there's history even, you know, there's other history. It's funny because the history they give us that's before them is Cleopatra. But then even when you look at Cleopatra, she was married to Mark Anthony, who was a Greek. So even with giving us our black history, they still give us history of a white man or at least man of a fair complexion, as they would say. Well, yeah, but Cleopatra was also, she was half. She was she half was, Greek. She, yeah, but I'm she was all. I, I'm not. I don't even think she was black. She came from. She was. She was. She was half Greek, mm-hmm. half black. If I'm not mistaken, I think. No, I don't think she was black. No. I think she. She was born. I was just reading about this. She. She descended from uh, an island, because I always thought that she was black. Uh, but she was like olive, olive complected. Like she was Greek, and like she didn't she descend from like Ptolemy or something like that. But I'd have to, I have to look it up because uh, I forgot. But yeah, um, I can do one on her yeah, later on. Yeah, yeah. But that you know, even the uh, Carter Woodson, it's really. Uh, it's really crazy that we don't know anything about him considering 1915 
he was Harper trained. Yes. And so you're like, okay, so he, this man went to Harper, and mm-hmm. we don't talk anything about him. Yeah, he was second uh, person to get his PhD from there. Uh, W.D. Du Bois was the other one. Right. But there's none so, of, like, most of the historical figures that we look to nowadays, like, if you go and you asked one of the youngins now, all the names that I, they would bring up are going to be after Carter G. Woodson. We don't have none of them without Carter G. Woodson. Right. There's no Malcolm X. There's no Martin Luther King, no Harriet. T- well, there might be Harriet. But there's none of no, them. No, because Martin Luther King, there's a Harriet Tubman. Well, no, actually reverse because of Harriet Tubman. Because of Harriet Tubman, King. yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Harriet Tubman was born. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, Carter G. Woodson to me has got to be, he, he's got to be on the black Mount Rushmore. Well, from what I read, too, yeah. there was uh, another man involved, uh, Pastor uh, Jesse Morgan, Jesse E. Morgan, that worked him and uh, Carter Woodson formed the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History. And that organization like uh, researched and promoted achievements by black people. Uh, and then they sponsored the Negro History Week starting in 1926. Mm-hmm. So we can't, you know, we got to mention them both. We can't leave one of them. Plus, so to give people uh, insight on why Black History Month is in February, um, of course, like I said, we're citing um, a lot of this from Wikipedia. Uh, but basically, it was it was basically to celebrate uh, Frederick Douglass, uh, which was born, he was born on uh, February 14th, which is also Valentine. And yeah, Abraham Lincoln, who was born February 12th. So during that week of those birthdays, they had the Black History um, Week. Yeah. So. And then from there, it spread across, like, uh, uh, like, if if I remember correctly, colleges turned it into a month. Yeah. Uh, And... Like in the night in the late sixties, along with the uh, civil rights movement, right? Yeah, Kent State, Kent uh, State in Ohio, was the first, was the first like to actually recognize the whole month, and I think that yeah, that was in nineteen nineteen seventy. Kent State, Ohio, Kent State yeah. University in Ohio, they recognized it's the crazy. entire month for Black History Month. You would think yeah. that this guy would be the first person that we learn about in Black History, like the actual creator of Black History Week and then Black History Month. Like, that's so nuts to me that we don't know. At, I mean, here we are, grown as men, and we're like, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it makes me, I want to go take a course at HBCU come about? now. Mm-hmm. I want to go take a course at a HBCU now on cultural studies and i want to see like do they talk about this kind of stuff is this stuff is it is it actually being taught in our schools even in our historically black colleges is this being taught is like this is like part of this is i think this is very important to know 
Like where yeah. where it came from. I've never heard anyone speak on it, never heard anyone talk about it, ever. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I, it's amazing. 20, 25 to 30 years ago, you know, I'm in high school. Even, you know, the way Black History Month was taught. And, and this was, you know, I went to high school in Michigan. And yeah. the way it was taught there, Black History Month basically started with civil rights. Mm-hmm. And then you had Malcolm and Martin. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, uh, opposite sides of the same coin. Yeah. Civil rights came about. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was shot and racism ended. Like that was, yeah. Much, you know, <laughs> That's how it grows. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. like, uh, you know, no more racism. Oh, yeah. There was Harriet Tubman. Remember her? She did some things. Uh, you you know, W.E.B., the boys, you hear his name and you're like, who's that? Ah, he was just a cat back in the day. Yeah. Like, there was no real, you know, they, they, we'll talk about George Washington Carver. You know, he invented peanut Yeah. Butter. But they don't mention the thousands of other things that he invented. Yeah, their main focus is fucking peanut butter. Peanut he butter. was a great inventor. His greatest butter. You like word. Okay. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> without without that, we wouldn't have Reese cups. And right. Fat boy loves some Reese cups. Yeah. <laughs> but, now, to me, because I'm the connoisseur of the sort. Uh, the greatest thing that nigga had invented was cotton gin. Uh, thank you, my nigga. <laughs> yeah. Because. <laughs> oh, oh, so, uh, uh, no, 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 that wasn't that wasn't George Washington Carver. That no. was Eli Whitney. Eli Whitney. Eli Whitney. Oh, that was Eli Whitney. Oh shit, I'm getting yeah. my niggas mixed up. Yeah. My bad, my nigga. I did a paper Look, on Eli. Whitney. <laughs> and here I am, like, we need to do more research. I'm like, that uh, gin I'm... shit that nigga did with that peanut butter was banging, like. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, when he shit. was making gin out of cotton, and man, yeah. it was peanut butter flavored gin. <laughs> <laughs> but niggas was getting drunk left and right after that. <laughs> what? <laughs> niggas was drinking peanut butter sandwiches, nigga. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> so that, but that um, was a cool thing, and like, and that was Carter G. Wilson's one of his whole things. I was reading one of the quotes uh, that. The reason why he wanted to do it was, you know, people needed to know their history. He's like, they he did it for two reasons. One, you're not remembered without your history is not written down. That was one. And then two, he said he was basically, he wanted to put out there so people knew that we weren't just slaves. We weren't, you know, just people who were just oppressed and then all of a sudden free. Like, no, we actually had people who did great things, who did good things. We had smart people on the same level as some of the white people. And they weren't put, I guess at the time, they weren't teaching that either. They oh, weren't telling maybe. people there was black powerful people. They were just telling them like, oh, he was just uh, he was just another slave on this plantation or he worked for this white man. Uh, I mean, Jack, real quick, uh, Alexandria, Egypt is where Cleopatra was born. But okay, get back to what you're saying. <laughs> uh, but also, I mean, they don't ever talk about things like, in, or at least in my high school, where I went, they didn't tell you about, like, I didn't know about Black, uh, about black Wall Street 
until I was a grown ass man. Never heard of. It. Yeah. Same. I actually just learned about Black Wall Street about four, four years ago, and I watched a doc on. Um, I watched a doc on YouTube about it, and it reminded me of why I never watched Roots. One, because even as a kid, I was like, "Why the fuck they keep showing us getting beat the fuck up and shit all the time." I was like, I don't want to watch that shit because all it's going to do is make me angry at white people. So I literally, like, never, even when in, in school, when they would be like, oh, we can, we're going to watch Roots, I would not watch, I'd start drawing and shit because I'm like, man, everybody talks about this movie where all they show is us getting beat the fuck up and all this shit. But, and there's no happy ending on it. Like, <laughs> like, like nigga, we were still slaves. So, like, I was like, nah, fuck this. And then I watched that doc on, I had to. I had to watch the doc on Black Wall Street. And I was just like, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And it fucked me up so bad. Like, I, it brought tears, like, running down my face. Thank God I was by myself because I was crying like a little bitch. But I was like, holy shit. And the government kept this shit. Oh, it, they whitewashed the shit out of it. And, I mean... They hid it. They at, didn't even whitewash it. They hid it. Yeah. Well, no, because it was in newspapers. But, it, you know, they kind of... It, it was in the newspaper, but on the second page. And, you know, it was yeah. a small article, shit like that. It was there. Yeah. But, you know, look at... Uh, I'll tell you another show that you should watch if you haven't seen it already is uh, I think it's called Madam or it might have been called Madam C.J. Walker oh yeah um, oh that was know. that shit about Madam C.J. Walker yeah, yeah, yeah I watched that but, shit but that's another thing she was in like 1860 something I yeah. think and something like that first self made black millionaire woman yeah. millionaire or billionaire woman or yeah. maybe it's millionaire. Millionaire, if I'm not mistaken. Millionaire, which would be a billion in today's numbers. In today's, oh. Num- yeah. Oh, no. she would have been. Yeah. She was the first Oprah. I mean, but yeah, she was the first they, Oprah. <laughs> they don't talk about how successful she was, self-made, right. and it, it's like up until basic the education I got in high school. For the most part, we were slaves until. Uh, the Civil War, and then after the Civil War, we, you know, it was Jim Crow. Everything was, you know, black people were happy. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And then, uh, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. Like it, it's kind, of, it's 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 a fucked up history that they teach us. Yeah. They don't. They talk. They talk about the oppression, but they never talk about the the success. Right. This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they don't focus on our success. So I have a question for y'all then. Now now we got into like the background of the Black History Month, the origins of it, where it came from, why it is actually in February. Uh, do y'all believe, are y'all, I mean, what are your thoughts on it being February? And maybe should we ask for another month? Okay. I'll let, I'll let you answer. I'll, my answer to that is going to be, no, we don't need another month. I'll tell you why we don't need another month. 28 days literally equals out to four weeks, which is a 
full month. One month equals four weeks. We can let's stop complaining about what three more days. Like, come on, <laughs> ma, I said, get the. So what? People can hear you. Now nah, I'm arguing with you. I should have muted the damn microphone. But uh, <laughs> realize people perspectives. People, this is what you get. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I we have a month. It's not like they shorted us and gave us like 27 days. Like, like we got a full month, and our month has some key shit in it, right? Yeah, like, I was gonna say. To be fair, it started out as a week and it was expanded to a month, and it started out as a week for significant, you know, for two significant dates. Uh, before I looked into the origin, I thought, why don't we have something in the middle of summer so, so that we can go out and celebrate? Instead of a cold ass month, with you know, and the shortest month. Yeah, but so the significance of the dates is a big thing. I mean, are there other? Not only that. Think of other significant dates of another month that would justify changing it. Fuck no. Nope. I I got you right here. Not only that. Not only that. Hold on. Not only that. It's the month of love, people. It's the month of Valentine's Day is in. It's the month of love. Fuck yeah, I wanted to stay in February, man. I understand that it is cold in some parts of the country. I'm in uh, Arizona. <laughs> uh, it's a beautiful day. You know, yeah. I, I almost we, took a walk with my mom's today. It was 80 degrees. We got today. five inches of snow outside. It was oh, 80 degrees shit. today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. you know, so I mean, so you know. So on the historical dates, I got you. I understand that. I think we should pick a different month. I think we should take June. The reason why is Juneteenth. That's another important date as well. So yeah, but Juneteenth isn't like governmentally recognized. No, it's not. It's not. But the whole point of it is not for the fuck the government. Juneteenth. The reason why it's important is that was the day. That in the most remote area in Texas, that slaves found out that they were free. Two years after the Emancipation Proclamation was actually signed. So yeah, the slave owners there decided not to tell them that they were free and were just like, fuck it, we're going to ride it out. Union that's soldiers up story had to pull up and tell them, like, y'all been free for two years. Yeah. Yeah, like what are y'all doing? Like what? But if I'm not mistaken, they the if I'm not mistaken, the union the the North gave them that as a uh, they gave them two years as a um, a no. buffer because they were no buffer. No, it they? was no. not. I thought they no, gave no. them like a two it year was... buffer or something because they were talking about how it would devastate their economy if they just let all the slaves go. No, it was a matter of them being like, shh, just shh, don't tell them. They don't yep. know they're free. Let's just keep getting this free labor. Let's just keep it moving until Union soldiers came marching through and they're like, what are y'all doing? They're like, fuck y'all doing? Get out of, get out of the field. Like, shit. Master said we can't leave the field. Yeah. And the soldiers are like, you've been free for two years. And they was like, what? what? <laughs> Man, yeah. fuck you, Master. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. they dipset it. But I mean, we make light of it, but it's a fucked up story. 
They just, no, it is, yeah. definitely. Like, they took the... They exploited their ignorance. They had no way of yeah. knowing yeah. that yeah. it happened. Because they put it so in the papers, but like, Don't tell them. they can't read. They can't read, yeah. So it's like... Yeah. Or they had to pretend they couldn't read, because if they were like, oh, hold up, I just read that we that we're free, they're like, fuck you don't read, nigger. Right. Kill <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's... That, that's another Juneteenth is something else they should teach in schools. Yeah, and, it is, and that's but, why I think we should take June. That's okay. when we were actually that. fully free. I feel but that. Is there an, but is there another significant date in June? I'm not saying there's not. I don't I, know. I'll, any yeah, I'll tell you the other significant date in June. Uh, the date when all the schools get out, so niggas won't be learning shit. That's why we don't need to take June. Nigga, niggas gonna be like, man, fuck that black history shit. So I'm going to we, Cancun. I'm going to Florida. To, are we only supposed to teach our history in schools? Nigga, that's wait. the only place we teach it, though. You can't are, tell me you done set up and taught your nephews my fucking black history every day of every every day of black history month. But I will. Now, you, I, I'm learning it well, now. I'm learning it now. I'm not gonna wait and hope that some teacher addresses this and teaches it to him. And who knows how they're going to preface it. No, mm-hmm. I'm going to teach them that, hey, this, was, this is the messed up story behind it. And this is what it's about. This is you going to teach them that every day? You don't need to teach it to them every day. Well, but that's they're not going to they teach Con- it every day in what, school. But that's what Black History Month does do. At least it forces, well, not forces, but at least it provides a reasoning to, in the schools, for people to put something up new for Black History every day. Like, literally, like, when even though the books were written by white men when i went to school up in detroit um certain schools i went to we put away all the bullshit american history and we had specifically just black history books that we put out for the entire month see that entire month we were learning like every week about different black shit so like yeah it still provided a way for me to learn because without that without black history month i probably wouldn't have learned shit about black history because to be totally honest and I hope she can hear me. My mom didn't teach me no fucking black history shit. Not a drop. Okay, <laughs> so, but I, I guarantee you if you ask her who Carver G. Woodson is, she don't know. She can't teach exactly. you history that she don't know. Exactly. So why are so, we... And they're not going to put it in the books. We already know we, they're not going to put it in the books. Yeah, but at least they put something in the books is what they I'm saying. The they ain't going to put shit in the, in the books in June because niggas got the books closed. But we all... Come on now, like okay, cool. I know, no, ain't no. Come on now, these are facts. Black history, it is. Black they, History they Month is during school session. We put it in June. Motherfuckers get out. Some people get out in May. So you know, you you, you sound like the same well, slaves uh, for Juneteenth. No, no, I don't. I sound like I'm telling you the motherfucking truth. You ain't gonna teach a nigga shit in June. Your ass gonna be somewhere on the goddamn beach. Hopefully. Talking about, Hopefully. yeah, happy Black History Month. Hopefully. While other motherfuckers, other generations who have it in June is going to be like, the fuck is he talking about? Nigga, this summer vacation. At least in February, niggas is in school. They got to sit their asses in seats and they got to learn this shit. And no, they're going to teach him this. They're not going to teach him Juneteenth. They're not going to teach him Carver G. Woodson. Yeah, but they're, they're not going to teach gonna him Martin Luther King, to Malcolm in X, June. Harriet Tubman. That's it. Okay, so so where is let me ask you this. If we put it in June, where do those lessons come from? The lessons should come from our own people. 
We should be teaching each other okay. this. The same okay, way but how they did our, it back then. Okay, cool. And our history of our people has shown that we don't teach us too much of shit. So, again, where are these lessons going to come from? Changes have to be made. That, and that's the whole point. We got to make changes. Why are we just accepting stuff and taking what we're just given? It's and not that we're accepting stuff that we've just given. First off, one of our own created this month. True. Yes. So that's a blessing already, right? Yeah. Now, if we take this month and we put it where there is no education going on, period, unless you sit in your black ass in summer school, I've been there. So, okay. <laughs> so they don't teach. Do they teach? Do they just teach Christopher Columbus the, at the time when he arrived during that time of year and they don't talk about it? Just because, no, June, just because but, we're celebrating Black History but, Month in June, they can teach it in school. But to go along with what B is saying, you learn about Christopher Columbus through school. Like you, if if it, you know, if you didn't go to school, you wouldn't hear about it. Black History Month wasn't even recognized until 1976. So, like, or it wasn't made official until 1976. You know, they've been talking about Columbus forever, but outside of school, how many people, you know, throughout the summer are like, oh, remember, 1492, Columbus sold the ocean blue. Like, through this, right. I, I get what B's saying. Through the summer, it's summer break. Nobody wants to be educated. Nobody. I do agree. It is up to us to teach yeah, our kids. That what you know what it's about what happened the the truth but at the same time during the summer most parents especially now are like fucking get out of my hair but yeah. yeah. well, what i'm saying is you don't have to teach it in the month that you celebrate it in yeah but that's what i'm saying the month at least forces upon the teaching of it. Okay, so, so at I, least so, you so they are teach, getting the teaching. They teach of the Fourth of July. That's in huh? the history book. They teach you the yeah. history of the Fourth. The Fourth of ain't nobody in school during July. They still yeah, celebrate they, it in July. That's it. Do the right. same thing with Juneteenth. They same do thing teach with June. They you can teach, teach it in it. February. You're absolutely right, but we already know that the system is stacked for white people, not stacked for black people. Okay. So what I'm saying okay. is, nigga, I, let's maximize. At least let me let me say this. You're talking about moving a historical month to another month just so we can get three fucking extra days. What is it's the 29th, the 30th, and the 31st. Three fucking extra days, right? In a month to where motherfuckers don't even have their heads in school, right? But you're saying, that, hey, we're going to put this shit in a whole nother month because of Juneteenth and we get three extra days, but they still need to teach it in school. But yet, on Black History, in Black History Month, they don't even teach us about the guy who teaches us fucking, who has made Black History Month. They don't even teach us that. And you want to move the month to where it's not even in school? I didn't say, no, 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 no. You're taking it out of context. I never said to take no. it out, take it from February. No, I, in the school, leave it in February. If you want to teach Black History Month in February, fine. We should celebrate it in June. Take that month because that's when we were all we all had finally freedom. All of us together were finally free then. I understand yeah, the but, I understand the importance of February. Still teaching in February if you want. That's fine. But that's but that's what I'm saying. Now you're saying it as a it's a want. I like it being 
that they have to teach the shit in June because they have to teach the shit. Like in February. I mean, in February, I mean, in February. If they move it, if you move February month, if you move Black History Month from February to June, then what's going to happen is it becomes optional. And guess what? A lot of motherfucking schools are going to take that option not to teach our black kids about this shit. Because they already don't teach us all the other shit that we want to know in Black History Month. All the shit that we need to know in Black History Month. And all the shit that's coming up even afterwards. I mean, I guarantee you in Black History Month, they're not teaching us about Jay-Z. They're not teaching us about uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey. They're not teaching us about Master P. Because these are black entrepreneurs that are fucking billionaires. I mean, Master P owns gas stations and this nigga's about to come out with his own electric car. That nigga should be taught in Black History Month. Now, granted, his past is a little fucked up because, you know, he had to sell some things, do some things. But he turned around and he has made a black-owned enterprise. And he has put his family on. He's put other black people on. Like, he has... I remember hearing the story about um, Master P walking into um, the casino where they had the Tyson fight. And I can't remember the name of the casino. And uh, the guy said that they were like, yo, uh, all, there's a bunch of people, a bunch of black people out in the fucking lobby. And all these motherfuckers got Rolexes on. Come to find out it was the whole No Limit squad. All them niggas pulling up in their own shit with Rolexes and nice ass suits and everything. All of them had something to do with their own success, but they owed it all to Master P. Okay, so then I, got, I like got... we're not getting taught. We're not getting taught these things even in our own month. And you want to move it to a month and leave it not as an obligation, but as a choice. Well, no, not as a choice. It should still be an obligation to teach it in February. If we want to, we celebrate it in June. Celebrate it is optional. You celebrate it in June. Celebrate it in June. Uh, I don't. You don't mess with the school system. Like whatever they're teaching, okay, fine. We should refine it, add more to it, and actually tell the good stuff. The real stuff, tell the whole history, not just bits and pieces. Uh, do that a little more in depth. That I would do that, but I mean, there's a lot that would need to change. I'm also. It also would also mean us as a culture have to change as well. And we can't be having you know parents and grandparents and stuff not passing down our our actual history, our real history, not even knowing it. So that would also have to change as well. So do yep. uh-huh. I but agree. To, but to be fair, here's the other here's another thing is one of the biggest places that you see Black History uh, Black History Month celebrated is in schools. Yeah. Outside of schools, and if schools aren't in session in June, mm-hmm. you're gonna see very minimal uh celebration of black history month yeah that's that's on the city we in 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 my school in mesa when i was in high school the city came and they pretty much were like we're no longer going to celebrate uh martin luther king day they were they were yeah they were trying to shut that down they were trying to shut so my high school and the other high school westwood mesa high shout out to them uh came together and were like Nah, that's not happening. 
uh, it's a big part. It was a big part for our schools because it was a lot of black and Mexicans, and we love to barbecue and eat and cook out. <laughs> so uh, we 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 single handedly those two high schools alone pretty much saved that saved MLK Day in Mesa. And because okay, there we shut the city down. Well, ML, we we shut the city down for that. And it it could but, be the same way, but it's it's up to us. It's up the stuff that they do and they teach is on us. We allow that. We accept that. We accept them we only do. teaching parts of truth. We have to change that. You're right, and we have to change that. We but, have to dictate what our history. Go ahead, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Here's here's the thing, and I could be wrong, but Martin Luther King Day is. Shit, wasn't Arizona the last state to celebrate Martin Luther King Day? Yes, sure was. <laughs> it was. Yeah, because uh, uh, what Public Enemy had the song "By the Time I Get to Arizona." <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, Martin Luther King Day also takes place during the school year, so. Yeah, you know, it's in January. So if that were to, if the city were to be like, okay, we're not going to celebrate Martin Luther King Day, and it's in June, it's while school's not in session, how many of you, of the high school students, would have gotten together and been like, nah, fuck that. We still, we, we're going to do it. They're like, nah, fuck it. We're out of school. We did. We had okay. to. The, the schools weren't back in none of that. It was the kids, no, the kids, and but the I'm clubs. saying. Uh-huh. But if it if if Martin Luther King Day were to take place outside of the school year, and where it doesn't matter if the schools backed it, if it took place, if it was a day that you didn't get out of school because you were already out of school, how many people would have actually given a fuck? That the city were to be like, "No, we're not celebrating that." Well, I'm. I'm already out of school, so what's it matter? I guarantee most, most, not all, of the students would have been like, if, if if Martin Luther King Day were in during the summer break, most of the students wouldn't care if they took it away or not. That's not true because we can't. You don't sell. We don't celebrate it during school. Like all the all the events in the city that happened were outside of school hours. They weren't doing school hours. So but what he's saying is that it happened during the school during year. During the school year. During yeah. the school year. So those same people, even if it's not during the school year, we still would have did the same thing. Those same people, we still would have came out. I I there, doubt it because... Go ahead. There, there, I was just going to say, there's no way to prove it. So it's a pointless argument. But That's true. I think, I don't think it would have had the support were it not during the school year. That's my opinion. But there's no way to prove it. So it would have to, you know, your opinion is that it would. There's no way to prove it. So the argument will go nowhere. Okay. But, yeah, so in conclusion, I think they should keep it in February. I like the fact that it is in February, especially now that I've looked up more about it. And I had no problem with it in the first place because, you know, three days ain't shit to me. I won't be mad if it stays in February. Like, that's not going to upset me. But I, I I would pick June if we could pick a different month. I would pick June. Okay. I mean, if we could, I would make it. I would put it in July just because <laughs> that's my birthday, 
and the Fourth of July. But see, that's causing friction. And, and, and it's in the summer. Nah, so, we can't do it in July. We don't mean the streets beefing. <laughs> it's because, too but, hot for it in July. Yeah. Uh, Tom yeah, and TJ are both going to be barbecuing at the same time, and nah, <laughs> nah. Niggas gonna, yeah. Niggas already <laughs> act up during Juneteenth. But you know, we're saying if if I had my choice, I'd make it yeah. in July. July, okay. You cool. know, but yeah, you know, I for, until this discussion, I thought it should be a longer month. But now I'm now that. I read about the 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 history of it, and you bringing up the fact that what we're gonna be mad about three days. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with it being February. I'm okay. With it. Uh, yeah, because that was always the thing. Like every time people would be like, "Man, we got a short ass month." And I'm like, "Yeah," and then I was like, "Wait a minute, it's it's three fucking days." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, it ain't like we they got like other months got a whole another week." The motherfuckers got uh, extra Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. They got a, they got, yeah. you know. <laughs> I'm like, that's. And so, some years it's only two days. That's you're right. <laughs> Plus, that's the thing. We got a special year. Like leap years are, are some special fucking years. You know, crazy shit happened during leap years. It's the only month that literally like gets another day added on. It's some wild shit. Honestly, <laughs> I I dig February. February's some dope shit. You know, certain signs within February, they some crazy ass motherfuckers. They need to get their shit together. But again, February, some wild shit, you know? All right. So, last thing I want to try and see if we can do before we get out of here. Um, I thought of this while, while, while we've been doing this podcast. Can you guys, if, if you can, your, your personal own, uh, your black Mount Rushmore? Hmm. Black Mountain. I only got. I I only. I'm only up to three. Well, I I, I got four. I could do four. I could do four. Um. Oh, so I'll there's go, one cat. So one mine, cat whose name I cannot think of. So I'll I have. I would put Martin Luther King. Will be of on course. my Mount Rushmore. Uh, Harriet Tubman. Of course. And then I, I after finding this out, Carter G. Woodson is it would be on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, okay, I'm with I, it. I feel like he's a gatekeeper. And then my other one is just strictly totally that's just straight personal for me. Is I would put Chadwick Bozeman would be on my Black Mount Rushmore. Mm. Because everything about that man, like, yo, is is hero status to me. Every the way that the way that he lived, died, and just the movies that he played in, and the reason he took certain roles, I was like, I my respect for this man. That he's a hero. That's my hero. If I had to pick a hero, that's my hero in, in just life in general. Uh, okay. So that would be my Black Mountain Rushmore. All right, I think I got mine. What you got? Um, I got. I'm a, I'm gonna do five if I can. Okay. And all right, so uh, first I gotta put because he was before um, Harriet Tubman. I gotta put Nat Turner up there. Thank you, Nat Turner. I'm, Nat I was Turner. waiting. Nat Turner was one of mine. <laughs> Nat Turner, and then uh, then I put Harriet. 
um, you know, they both were fighters. They didn't stand for the bullshit, you know. And what Harriet did was fucking tremendous. The fucked up part is, like, even though they have her movie out, which was a really good fucking movie, we still don't really know her, like, the true shit that she's really done every, you know, all her accolades. Um, same thing with Nat Turner. Um, then I definitely want to put um, uh, Madam C.J. Walker up there. Um, because she was a pioneer, you know, she may not have been the first black millionaire, but she was the first black woman millionaire. And, um, watching, I started actually doing what I'm doing now with my stuff, um, right along when Kay was doing hers before we even saw that movie. And then seeing that movie really made me go, I can't wait to put my shit out next. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then um, Martin Luther King. And the reason why Martin Luther King is because for two reasons. One, when Martin Luther King realized what he had done and when he, you know, I, I can't find the quote anywhere, but everybody says he said, um, you know, he realized that he had led his people into a, um, a burning house. It's because, like, he realized he he had realized some things and he was about to flip the script on people and black and take black people to another level because one of the rumors of why he got assassinated is he started getting to the workers and they didn't like that shit he because he was about to start attacking the money well he was he the next march he was planning was was a some kind of million it was the like the million person mark or something like that because it was addressing like income inequality. Yeah. He wanted uh, you know mm-hmm. poor yeah. blacks and whites to come together yeah. and fight against the, the rich. And, and oh, that wow. was and that is why I started looking into the financial shit when when COVID hit, I started looking into it so deep because I was like, yo, it's time for us to start making fucking bread. Mm-hmm. We don't have to stay poor in this fucking pandemic. You know? And um, and the fifth one is Malcolm X. And the reason why is because Malcolm X, not for the obvious reasons again, it's because Malcolm X, one of the things that about him is that when he um, traveled across seas, he saw not just black people being Muslim. He saw other races, other races of Muslim people. And his eyes were open that, oh shit, this thing is bigger than just black people. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I like to be about. I'm definitely about my people, but I'm definitely about like everybody because the truth is black people make up 13% of the United States. You know what I'm saying? So it's all right to be like, hey, other races that join us, we can definitely, you know, use our help. We need to help ourselves first. But when you get the help of other people, then you become something bigger. You become more than just a race. You become a whole nation. So, you know what I'm saying? That's why. That's that's my five. So. Well, I've, I've got six people. Uh, they, they're all but one have already been mentioned. Uh, MLK, of course. Yeah. And uh, uh, Malcolm, even though I am not a religious person, both very religious, 
Uh, I see the importance. I think uh, Malcolm, you know, the nation didn't like Malcolm because he kind of saw what I, the way I view religion is you usually have a single figure who is making himself rich while the rest of the congregation still struggles. And I think that's why he got away from the nation and they didn't like him. And allegedly had him killed. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Nat Turner, of course. Harriet Tubman, of course. And then the cat in Hayden. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. To something something. Yeah. Who led a slave revolt and actually freed Hayden from the French. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I would put him on my Mount Rushmore. Okay. Because of, you know, just that. He he actually freed the country from the oppressing country through a slave revolt. Oh. Hell yeah. that, That would be it. So was that six? Have it, people? That was six, yeah. Okay. So that's our Black Mount Rushmore. If you guys have your own, um, send us an email. Let us know. Rapsheets20 at Gmail. Uh, let us know your guys' thoughts on today's episode. Uh, you know, do you guys agree if it should stay in February or maybe move it to a different month? Um, how you guys feel about it? Let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on it. Definitely hit us up. Uh, as always, you guys can also go get our merchandise as well. We have merch. We have T-shirts, um, hoodies. It's hoodie season right now, um, at least if you're on this side of the world. Um, I know we got fans all across the world. Um, you know, for those of you guys, we got, you know, everything. You guys can get, you know, hoodies too. We got T-shirts for you guys. We got, you need, you need backpacks. Back to school next year when the kids go back, we got them. We got, we got everything. But it's on teespring.com. Um, you go teespring.com slash stores slash rap sheets. You can go find all of our merch. We have multiple lines on there. We got crossovers we've done from having other guests that we've uh, collaborated with. So definitely go check that out. Get you guys something. Pick that up. And please let us know what you guys are thinking, feeling. Even an idea for an episode if you guys have one. Um, let us know. We appreciate all the love and all the support from you guys. Um, we, you know, we're going to be trying to drop an episode at least maybe once every week. So check us out. We also have the live. If you guys don't know, we do live, um, just about every Sunday as well. Um, that's more of just music. We cover, we'll talk about anything musically. We all got different musical tastes. Um, uh, probably give you the dopest country singer out right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Facts. But we do a lot of dope things, man. So you guys appreciate you guys rocking with us. Keep rocking with us as well. Um, before I get out out of here as well, um, I got my brother in the building. His birthday's coming up this week. Uh, hey, happy birthday, big bro. Happy birthday. Because of work, I'm probably not going to be able to celebrate it with him like we should. But we're going to do what we can tonight. Uh, bro, I want to ask you as well. I know you heard you heard everything we did with the episode. Uh, do you have your Black route Mount Rushmore? Um, Don't step up I to the mic. Different. 
Can you guys hear him? Nah, tell him no. come up to the mic. Come on. Yeah, come on. Which is funny because we was hearing his loud ass all yeah, day before we started. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn, is he your co-host? Shit. What's up, y'all? Yo. What up? Uh, my black man, Rushmore. I'm going I'm to put Barack in there. Uh, mm, okay. Uh, Steve Harvey. Okay. That's, oh, that's, that's a good one, too. Um, we're going to put Harriet in there. And then I should have left with this, but first thing first, Uncle Phil. That, that man did so much for just Damn, Uncle Phil. Uncle man, Phil. Wow. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be the man father I am before the I kind of feel like Uncle Phil should have his own statue, though. Like, for real. Oh, that's, that's, that's dope, yeah. That's that some is. real shit, man. He did. Yeah. Damn, that nigga raised all of us. Yo, new episode. I, just got, <laughs> I got another idea for episode. Oh yes, I love it. What oh. black TV shows? Black black TV dads. Ooh. Oh. I mean, that's a good ass episode. Yeah, I don't know though. I can yeah. Only think of black that Cosby. really had an effect on me. But Cosby. Let, let's, not, let's not talk about it right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause, okay. Yeah. I I, I got to write that one down. All right. But um, as thank you guys again for rocking with us, staying with us. If you guys listen to the episode, um, if you guys can do us a favor, it would really help us out with trying to get us out there more. Listen to the ads. I know the ads that come up, they're not a whole lot. They ain't really on nothing. But if you guys just listen to them, let it play. Let the ads play. That will help us out um, as well. Other than that, we're going to get up out of here. We love you guys. Love and positivity all 2021. Uh, check us out on the live and see you guys again on the next episode. Rap Sheets, the podcast. We are out, baby. I love Peace. Peace.